Hello and welcome to the Foreign EPL Podcast. I'm your host, WB, and this is my co-host. What's up? I'm Thomas. Hey, man, a lot of good game took place this weekend. Are you excited about all the game that took place this weekend? Yeah, it was a pretty exciting weekend. So to start off, on Friday, Chelsea played Luton Town. I know Chelsea is your team, and Luton Town is also a team that you wish do good in the Premier League this season out of the top three teams that came up. So what was your thoughts on this game? Um, This was a pretty straightforward game. Chelsea had a win. Chelsea took the win. And that's it. The only sweet thing that can come out of this game was the fact that Jackson had a goal. And he's been playing, he's been balling since we got him. Like throughout the summer he was balling. Uh, since the start of the season he's been balling. But he just hasn't got a goal. This game he got a goal and an assist. So I'm just happy for him, you know. Okay. Raheem Sterling scored two and Jackson scored one. We don't talk about Sterling in this house. Psych, nah. Sterling was the man, man. Like, you know, like he did his thing. Um... Like he really is the more mature player in this team at this moment because like everybody else is just younger than him and he has won four titles. So we need him to step up and be that man. And I feel like this game, he like really came through. He really showed us that like, yeah, he can be that man. I mean, it is just looting, but you know, we'll see how things goes on as the, as the weeks go by. Okay, Chelsea okay, looting okay, or you see them you see in a struggle? Louis might struggle. They didn't really do nothing in this game that make me feel like they could avoid relegation or anything like that. But um, Chelsea is just, you know, Chelsea. I mean, we got a lot of players. We're trying to win right now, so we are hungry. Let's see how to do next game. But, yeah, I really feel like Chelsea going to push on from this. Yeah, man, I feel like that was a good result for Chelsea. Congratulations to y'all, man. Good game. Moving forward, we will be talking about Bournemouth and Tottenham Hot Spurs. So Spurs beat this game 2-0. Man, I am surprised, man. Well, not surprised. I said that last last week, but um, but Spurs they are like doing amazing thing. James Madison score and Kulosewski scored the second goal. Yeah, man. Um, Spurs is doing big things this season, man. Bowman just wasn't good. Um, your thoughts on this game? Um, it was a good game. But Charleston still cannot get a goal, no matter what. Madison, man, that was a good buy. Like, I've I been saying hella praises for Madison for so long. And I'm so happy Tottenham got him because, like I said in our very first episode, um, why would he just go down with Leicester? Um, he should really move up to a top 16. And I'm really happy that Tottenham got him because I feel like he's a baller. Um, same with James Ward-Price. I'm, I'm James Ward-Price. <laughs> 
I'm happy that West Ham got him too because he's a baller too, and they don't they, they shouldn't be playing in championship. People like like Madison and James should be playing in the Prem. And yeah, he had a very good game. Kilikowski had a good game too. And yeah, Tottenham are ballers, man. They, they scored two goals almost every game now. Tottenham got two goals in them. So if you come to Tottenham, you better be willing to score two. Yeah, man, good game. Thoughts on both of those teams? You you think they are okay? They'll be okay this season? Bournemouth and Tottenham. Bournemouth, right now, they were 2-1. They lost to Liverpool last week, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> like I said already, I don't really feel like, I don't really feel like um, the shoe I got rid of O'Neal. This new coach that I brought in, hopefully he does his thing, but um, I don't know, man. I feel like ever since Bournemouth lost Eddie Howe, they just haven't been the same team to watch. Okay, um... Talk on, on Spurs. You, you feel like they're going to be okay so far? I haven't read it yet. You speak on them. Like I said last week, Spurs is Spurs. They're playing a brand new attacking football. They are killing it. And yeah, we should all be worried about them. But at the end of the day, they're still Spurs. They still got that Spurs DNA in them. So who knows, man? But I do feel like if they keep playing this way, they might win a cup. But saying that, I just remember that they lost the Fulham today in the EFL Cup on their first try in the fifth round. So, Spurs is still Spursy, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I, I feel Spurs is going to be okay this season, man. Hopefully, top four, man, for sure. But moving forward, let's talk about Manchester United and Nottingham Forest game was very exciting so Manchester United actually came up and won this game 3-2 but at the start of the game they was down in the first full minute to Nottingham Forest Tao Awonai and Boli scored the goals for Forest it was a great game but Forest shouldn't have lost this game to me. What's your thought on this game? My thought on this game that you don't know our name. He came from Liverpool Academy and he has been killing it in the league ever since. This guy is gonna go places and I've been saying it ever since Liverpool got rid of him. Okay? And ever since Forest got him. Moving forward. Nottingham Forest, um, I don't know if the show I won this game because it's United and United really turned it on in the second half. Like, I'm telling you now, it wasn't even like the same United. It's like what, I know we're going to talk about the Man City game later, but it's like basically what City did when they, when, they, when they went one goal down in like the 87 minute. Like they just turned, they just turned it to another level. And United was just like completely dominant in the whole second half of this game. And Forrest just couldn't contain it. And um, the, the, the final goal came from a stupid penalty that um, 
he probably shouldn't have gone down, but because it was rainy, you know, like he went down and then he slipped, you know, he just wasn't feeling it. Okay, so what's your thought on Manchester United, man? You feel like, um, because they went down to Forest, man, so, and they have to come back up. You feel like their season is going to change in any way possible? Do I feel like their season is going to change? I don't know if that's even going to change if United, they're going to finish top five, top six, okay? They haven't really bought any new players to make me feel like United is going to do anything more this year. But um, it's United, you know? You never know. Okay, so moving forward for Manchester United, man. The next game on our list is Everton v. Wolf. Wolf beat this game 1-0. I'm surprised that Wolf even winning a game. Um, yeah, but Everton suck, man. Like, I mean, we've been they lost all three of the game. There's the Wolf first win. What's what's your thought on both of these teams? I mean, from the very beginning of this season, my whole feeling is that Everton is gonna do a Sunderland. You know what Sunderland did for like four or five years? kept like playing around and flirting with relegation and then when it finally happened they went down two level okay so like everything keep flirting around playing with relegation for the past three to four season now and i feel like this year it finally the year to go down they haven't brought nobody in that make me feel like they can keep they can keep this team up the only person on this team that is capable of doing anything is decor and i'm just fed up with this team i want them out of the league they are the only team to never be relegated since the league have come. So it would be 100% like acceptable if everything go down this year because we are tired of this stupid team just being here and doing nothing in the league. They don't want to push for top six since David Morris left. They don't want to do nothing. Yep, I feel you on those points, man. Um, they are 20 plus in the league now. Um, losing a game to Wolf. Yeah, good luck to them. Um, I have to ask you this question because I, I've been asking it to you. These two teams, do you do you see them doing anything this year? <laughs> do I see them doing anything this year? Not top four, but <laughs> positive and positive. And positive. If everything don't get relegated, that's a positive. If Wolves score more than twenty goals this season, that's a positive. Other than that, I don't really see these two teams being anywhere other than 15 to, to 20. Okay. All right, you guys are right here, man. So my partner thing. Um, so our next game we have on the list is Brentford v. Crystal Palace. The game end 1-1. Boring game, you know. Simo, Simo. Crystal Palace attacking, Brentford attacking, and defending everybody behind the ball um, but in this game um, who scored for Brentford score first um, and then Crystal Palace score to Anderson the game ended 1-1 you have any thought on this game yeah, it was a good game um both team attack based on the stats I've seen. It was a lot of shots. 
But at the end of the day, the only thing I want to talk about in this game is going to be Jordan Ayu. I feel like Jordan Ayu have been like slowly like building a reputation for himself for these lower uh, table teams. Um, so even if Palace go down or any team go down, Jordan Ayu always been in Premier League. So I'm just happy for my brother. Hey man, that's what's up. Um, the same question, man, for Brentford and Crystal Palace. You see, see them doing anything positive this season? Hell no. I'm not oh, talking Brentford, about. I'm Brentford. not talking about top ah. four. Maybe Brentford. Brentford, okay. yeah, maybe Brentford. I don't see Palace doing nothing though. Palace, like I said in the first season of this podcast. Palace is always gonna be Palace. And if you haven't listened to the first episode, please go back and listen. Like, comment, subscribe on all platforms. Sure. Okay, man. Like I said, Chris, Brentford v Crystal Palace was a boring game. You have nothing to say about that game. So we're moving forward to Arsenal v Fulham. What a game this was, buddy. Did you get a chance to watch this game? Yeah, I saw the game. Saw the game. Okay, the game ended 2-2. So, Fulham score very early. First mini? Wow. Uh, um, this season, for some reason, Arsenal is letting game in very, very, goals in very, very early. Yeah. Are you surprised? Um, that their defense is not, you know, and they are... They are conceding goals, if you know what I mean. I've never really been a fan of Arsenal defense. I always felt like it was always shaky. Um, but you're right. They have been conceding goals a lot earlier this season. But it's always been about the comeback for Arsenal. Um, so, as long as they can keep it up, like, United won 13 league titles in, like, 15 years just by being comeback kings. In this league, you have to be a comeback king. And Arsenal are proving to be that. Same with City. So, I do feel like they will be okay. Um, they won the game. So, yeah, they are okay. But, yeah. I mean, they ain't win the game. They tie the game, right? Yep, they tie the game. Um, Fulham got a red card, but they were still able to score a goal in the 87 minute. Yep. To tie the game up. So, the game ended 2-2. So my question to you is, your stance on Arsenal still the same? Yeah, I mean, to go back to that red card, that was definitely a red card. They do stop Niketia from running through, you know, on the halfway line, and that would have been a two-on goal. Um, as far as what what's your question again? Are they gonna be okay this season? Yeah. I feel like Arsenal will be okay this season. They're not going to struggle. They are Arsenal, you know? The last two years, Arsenal have proven to everybody. We used to laugh at them before. Don't don't forget. But the last two years, Arsenal have proven to everybody that they are Arsenal and they have their first 11. And they might be able to add one or two to it. But they got a great manager in uh, Ateta. And, um, yeah, I feel like they're going to keep doing what Arsenal been doing the last two to three years. Okay, um, what about Fulham? Um, Fulham is gonna struggle since they lost Mitrovic. But the fact that they came back, man, in, uh, in, in like the 89 minute was crazy, man. Like that corner kick, the way it just dropped to that. What's his name? 
Joel Paulinia. They would have just dropped to Paulinia and he just kick it. That was a good goal, man. Great goal. Great goal. And the way Fulham hold on to and Arsenal couldn't, you know, come back. It was good too. It was good. But Arsenal had like three chances. Right after that goal went in, actually. Traore had a chance where he ran on through one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. But we know, as always, it's Traore. And the one thing you know about Traore is he cannot finish. So you can put him one-on-one -on -one with a keeper, one-on-one -on -one with a cone, and he won't be able to finish. <laughs> and then right after that, like, Vieira had a whole nother chance where he cut it on the inside, right? And then he tried to curl it around the keeper. But then the keeper had, like, the best save of his game. Like, he saved it for the last one. And then after that, Niketia also had a header from the corner kick that the keeper saved, my man. Like, that game towards the end was crazy. Arsenal tried to go for it. Fulham tried to go for it, too, in a way. But, you know, after that trial, it turns into going, they sat back. Yeah. Um, yeah, great game. Great game towards the end, though. Arsenal thought it was going to win it. Fulham scored a goal, and then the game came to life. Yep. That was a, it was a good game, man. Fulham did the well to come back with 10 men. That's very, very good. And a, with a record. But moving on to the last game for Saturday. Um, it's Brighton v. West Ham, man. West Ham. West Ham is surprising me so much. Like what you said about David Moyes, man. I, I need to go do my research on David Moyes being such a funny slash good coach to these players, man. I already thought he was finished out here, but he's really proving me wrong. This game, West Ham had 22% possession. Last game against Chelsea, which the 1-3-1, by the way, they had 24% possession. West Ham is winning games by three goals with less than 25% possession. It has never been done before. I mean, we can go back to like the same out of that days, but they were doing long balls towards the end and they were winning maybe one, maybe one nail, two, one type thing. But West Ham is doing this with flair. They are doing like the counter-attacking game with like so much flair, you know? Because they don't they don't defend with 11. They always leave Antonio up top. And then they always have one or two runner right close by to him that he can like, you know, push it onto. So like, you know, they can they can run onto it. Um what West Ham is doing is working for them. I don't know if it's gonna work the whole entire season. Um Especially when they start playing like teams around their level, you know, where you cannot play counter-attacking because maybe they want to sit back too and you cannot sit back. Um, then maybe they might struggle to, you know, create chances and score goals. But like, David Moore is a genius. I said it once, I'll say it again. What a goal from Marco Antonio, right? Of course. Antonio always doing it, man. Every season, Antonio. You know, the guy didn't play professional. The guy didn't play top flight professional. Professional football until he was 26. Starting non-league. Yeah, man. I respect Antonio, man, every day. Keep pushing, guys. That shows you you, you can make your dreams come through, you know? Just keep pushing. Um, yeah, man. So your thoughts on both of these teams? What you... I don't want to say nothing positive about West Ham. Because I feel like at the end of the season, they're probably going to be where they were last season. Like 10 to 20. Yeah, second in the table now. By the end of the season, they will be 10 to 20. 
haven't lost a game. By the end of the season, they'll be 10 to 20. Okay, so that's where you're going. What about Brighton? Brighton? Just a bad day. Nah, Brighton have disappointed me. They are 2 and 1. 1 2 game, those 1. I they feel have like been they are. Exciting so far. They might be too hungry. You know? Or maybe too greedy in a way. Why they are letting go players that they will need. Yes, the West Ham game might have been a fluke because they have more possession and they have way more chances. I remember two chances. But I watched that game. And it wasn't a fluke. Like, even though Brian had all the ball and they were passing the ball around, they really wasn't doing nothing with it. They were trying one or two, one or two things, but West Ham was always in control. Shout out to Zuma. Zuma is the man. I never thought Zuma would leave Chelsea and go be captain of West Ham. But he, he controlled that game. Like, he had a lot of blocks and he kept Brighton from doing anything. I remember he had like a goal line clearance. Um, oh, yeah, man. Brighton is, 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 is just disappointing me, that's all. Against this game, at least. But, you know, as far as the season is concerned, Brian is fine. We are probably in top, top what, top six? Yeah, I feel like Brian would be okay. But big ups to both those teams, West Ham, Brighton. I feel like they both, both those teams would, would be just fine this season. Moving forward, though, to Sunday matches. We start off with Sheffield versus the big dog. Manchester City. That's the game I was talking about. Man, City this, turned it on, man. This game had everything. Um, back heel, Mystics. City coming back in the last minute, like they always do. Sheffield defending for their lives. Man, um, Holland missing your PK. What a game. What a game. Sheffield thought they had it. <laughs> they have drawn with the almighty Manchester City in the last dying moment. But they forgot Rodri. Rodri. The man that won it for City in the Champions League won it for them again today. Good game. I mean, it was pretty boring up until, like, the second goal. I mean, yeah, the second goal going. And the fact that it was Kyle Walker that caused that goal, too, with a stupid, I don't know what he tried to do over there, <laughs> back heel or back pass or whatever. Um, but just crazy, man. And the fact that City also missed a penalty was also crazy. Because City scored that penalty. They won, they, won, they won that game easily. They'll be 2 0 by the time they score that thing. But yeah, Sheffield held their, held their own and they kept City at bay. So big ups to them. Okay, the, the easy question to ask you is Will City be good this season? And you would tell me that, yeah. City will well, win the league I'll this season. I'll flip this on you and ask you Will Sheffield United stay up this season? Yes, Sheffield should stay up this season. Why wouldn't they? They have lost three games so far. Sitting in 17th place. That's Sheffield, man. I respect Sheffield, all right? They are one of those teams that don't just come up and go back down. They at least spent one season in the league before going down. After losing one or two players. 
perfect man well city gonna be fine i feel like sheffield might struggle we will see next week moving forward to the next game was burnley v villa Ooh, what a game this was um villa on fire the game ended 3-1 marty cash scored two goals man diaby we gotta talk about Diaby, bro. We gotta talk about Diaby. Diaby what a is guy. killing it, man. Diaby is doing his thing this season. Yeah. Since he's been here, like, every chance he's getting, he's taking it. Like, he's just, like, he's been, he's, he's on the grind. Seriously. Like, he's yeah, not man. like don't play a Chelsea guy <laughs> who might need a season or two to, to, you know, get moving. The dude just came to the league and he's already proven. He's like ASAC, who's already proven that, you know, they are, they are here to stay. They belong in this league. Yeah, man, Villa, they, they went riot on Burnley. I know Burnley didn't play last weekend, but still, man, and Burnley is having a tough time because they played City their first game and lost, and Villa. So, yeah, they, they had a tough time, man. Villa already gave it to them. Um, Considering a goal so early really, really hurt them. Um, Do you have, like, Anything to say, like else to say about this game? Like you feel like both these teams would be just fine this season? I'm scared for Burnley, really. Yeah, I'm scared for Burnley too, but I don't think Company is a great manager or anything like that to keep them up. I wouldn't be surprised if Company get fired and they bring in some like more experienced manager. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. To, it was a good game though, I gotta admit, it was a good game. Yeah. To talk more about the game, like Mati Cash too, like he was pretty good in that game. Like he scored two goals. But man, Diaby man, like something about this guy, bro. Like I see his goal, like when they pass him the ball from outside the box. Did you see the goal? Mm-hmm. That he scored? Yeah, like he scared me, man. Like I feel like he's a gym, man, and Villa got him. So yeah, man. So, if you have nothing else to say about this game, um, I will talk about the last game on Sunday. What a game, Thomas. I know you are very happy about this game. It was a game that really tested Liverpool. They tested them to their fullest. Um, they tested the crowd ability to hop up the players. They tested how you guys will play man down. <laughs> they tested if you guys can make good substitution. This game just completely tested you guys in every single way possible. But yet, Liverpool came up on top. So what do you have to say, my friend? Man. Talk I, your shit. I have been watching soccer for over 15 Yes, supporting Liverpool for over, what, 10, 12 years now. I have never seen a Liverpool comeback like this. I have seen a lot of comebacks, don't get me wrong. The Barcelona comeback was my favorite until yesterday. What a game. Man, first of all, I will start off with the 
Trent Alexander incident. First with the yellow card. To me, it wasn't a, a, a yellow card because the guy pushed him. I know the new rule says if you're time wasting, you know, it's a yellow card, but it was just out of anger. And Trent Alexander mistake that led to Gordon go. And then, to make it even worse, Van Dyke red card after we was done. Because usually when, when the score go on Liverpool, we, I mean, we usually kick into gear, but sometimes we just fade away. And I just thought it was going to be one of those moments where we just fade away. But right after the red card, like, the defending was just so A1. Joe Gomez came in for Diaz. We, we defense till halftime. And then after that, club made some changes. Elliot and Jota came on. Newcastle made some changes. Then we brought on Nunes. Right after that, Nunes just changed the whole game. Both his shot on target went in. So, what a game. I'm so happy over the moon. Like, Liverpool, like, we got to kick on our season. Last season was a disappointing season. I feel like this season, we got to, um, we got to push for the title or we got to push for some, some major trophy. Premier League, Champions League, that would be amazing. You have any thoughts on this game? Um, yeah, it was a good game. I mean, it wasn't a good. It was a good game when Liverpool was losing. But uh, yeah, Liverpool came back. They did their thing. Shout out to Klopp, man, for making them two big out substitution. Um, Taking off Endo's slow ass and putting Elliot in the middle. Taking off who did he take off again? Put on putting Darwin, but Darwin completely changed the game. That's the main person that he put on that changed the game. So, yeah, just a good game towards the end at least. Um, Liverpool showed their never die spirit once again. The crowd was on their back, and Newcastle was made to shut up. Yep. So. Once again, what's your thoughts on both of these teams? What you feel? What you see them doing this season? You see Newcastle's coming back and causing trouble next week, and saying this is just a fluke. Yep, I feel like these two teams will be aiming for top four. Okay. I don't know who will make it and who wouldn't, but they will definitely both be aiming for it. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Um, you felt like Van Dyke red card was a red card? He deserved it? He deserved it. He sweeped the man's feet off while he was on goal. Okay. And, um, thoughts on Darwin Nunes' goals? They were like... great goals, man. Great goals. Two of the exact same goals. You'll feel like maybe you should blame the keeper, but they were both taken so excellently. Side net the bottom post both time that, like, that keeper had to be like Courtois or uh, somebody like that. To, to stop those balls, you know. He had to be like one of the best goalkeeper in the world. But 
He wasn't. <laughs> Who was it again? Nick Pope? <laughs> Nick Pope is not the smartest keeper in the world. All right, guys? I'm sorry. So, yeah. Both shot winning. Both shot taking the same place. And both shot taking at the same exact moment. And they both went in. It was just so funny. Yep. Great game, man. And that brings us to the end of our podcast, guys. All we have to say is thanks for listening. Please like, comment, and subscribe.